I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. On today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily, we hear about how engineers and medical professionals in Illinois are working together to invent medical equipment for COVID-19 patients. It's Monday, April 20th, and I'm Alex Olgan with Just Healthcare Daily, where I get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. As fears of ventilator shortages and a lack of personal protective equipment mounted around the country, Urbana-Illinois-based Carl Foundation Health System turned to the team at the engineering-based Carl Illinois College of Medicine. Chief Medical Officer at Carl Health, Dr. Charles Dennis, says this kind of rapid problem-solving was what the engineering-based school was founded to do. I spoke to him last week about how the teams worked together to develop an emergency ventilator they now call the Rapid Vent. Here's some of that conversation. Dr. Dennis, how did the Carl Illinois College of Medicine get involved in inventing COVID medical equipment? We were in a conversation with regards to the medical school with the Dean of College of Engineering, uh, Dr. Uh, Rashid Bashir, and he asked us, hey, Carl, what do you need with regards to uh, for where can we help with regards to the COVID crisis? And one of the areas of interest we uh, asked them to consider is the issue around ventilator availability. And uh, at that point, uh, he uh, took 40 of his uh, engineering uh, professors and graduate students and four of our intensivists and uh, over a matter of four days went conceptualization and design to a prototype development in a matter of just several more days, uh, had several testing uh, done where it went through several hundred thousand breathing cycles without a failure. Um, so I think that that's a very exciting thing that we've been able to accomplish in a fairly short period of time, uh, marrying the aspects of engineering with the aspects of medical education and, and uh, medical problem solving uh, to come up with a solution. How long had the health system, engineering school, and medical school all been working together? Our partnership really started several years ago. Uh, We uh, collaborated on creating uh, the nation's first engineering-based medical school uh, called Carl Illinois College of Medicine. It was uh, based upon a collaboration between Carl Health and the College of Engineering at the University of Illinois in Champaign-Urbana. Um, and uh, it was meant uh, to infiltrate some of the uh, teachings and competencies of 
engineering into medical education, predominantly the competencies of problem solving and critical thinking married with uh, medical education and the practice of medicine with hopes that it would uh, make innovation and, and translational research in medicine more effective and quicker. We've had two uh, classes um, matriculated so, uh, so far. And the Carl School of Medicine is one of the few, as you mentioned, engineering-based medical schools and relatively new. Like you said, the first two classes have, have started. Is this one of the first times the school has gotten to test this collaboration um, where they're creating devices or equipment very quickly in real-world applications? Well, I think in real-world application, but as part of the curriculum and part of uh, the process that we've uh, created through the Carl Illinois College of Medicine is we call them health maker labs. So we, we get a group of students together with some clinicians and uh, look at a problem in healthcare. The engineers and medical professionals have been working on the emergency ventilator, a more basic version of a ventilator that can be hooked up to oxygen, and they've been working on developing a face shield. How close are the teams on bringing these products to market? From the face shield standpoint, uh, they're actively producing uh, them for our needs uh, while they're looking at uh, uh, manufacturers to uh, take on that product for a larger manufacturing distribution. Both of these have been dis- distributed as open source, uh, so we're not really looking to monetize this from either of our perspectives. This is meant to be out there for the, the betterment and, and use of uh, the greater good. We have uh, said that we want these uh, available just to uh, those manufacturers that in some qualifications have the ability to come to a final product point uh, with both of these. And and for the rapid vent, you're still um, in talks with folks? So uh, there, there are some manufacturers involved in uh, talks. I'm, I understand I'm not intimately involved in those discussions, but I understand they're coming very close to fruition on um, being able to uh, start up manufacturing. Is the Carl Foundation Hospital planning to use these uh, devices in their care of potential COVID patients? Our needs are being met by our uh, current uh, supply of uh, ventilators. So uh, as we are able to meet those needs, we, uh, we probably would not use these. We keep them in our back pocket, so to speak, in case we uh, hit a surge. Um, these are uh, pressure-cycled, single-functionality, uh, almost handheld uh, ventilators. So they will um, work with the lowest acuity to medium acuity um, COVID uh, patients, they are not meant to meet the needs of those patients of higher severity that could benefit from the multifunctionality of uh, our usual vents. But I, I think we, in the case of a surge where we overcame, overwhelmed the uh, current supply of our ventilators, yes, we would definitely use them. And while the immediate concern is, of course, COVID-19, um, these devices and equipment could be used and, as you mentioned, manufactured relatively inexpensively. Can you talk about what the implications could be for global health or rural health? We have a fairly simple device that's pressure cycled. It's driven off of the pressure of wall oxygen or bottled oxygen. Therefore, the infrastructure needed for its use is very minimal. Uh, it can be used in a 
uh, temporary standpoint. It could be used in a um, transport uh, standpoint or uh, even in a remote standpoint. So from a perspective of a global health, uh, if we had the ability to manufacture tens of thousands of these uh, in a fairly short period of time uh, at a very low cost point, so I'm estimating around $100, uh, we could uh, meet the needs of facilities that don't have the resources available to uh, invest in some of the larger machines. Uh, theoretically, this would be a value to uh, institutions really across the world that uh, meet those criteria, too. That was Dr. Charles Dennis, Chief Medical Officer at Carl Foundation Health System in Urbana, Illinois. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.